got a fever, and the only prescription is for over the line. This, I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line. That's a problem. Is the cigar authority? Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stunt. The scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glenn. And Chuck Morrison. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again. Heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? It's time to light them up. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. It's time. That sounds really fun. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbells. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, April 8th, 2017, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today, what exactly is the sweet spot in the price of cigars? The numbers are in, and the trends might surprise you. And I'm back from Cigar Aficionado's Night to Remember. And before I forget, I'll tell you how it played out and where all the money goes. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist... We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Now over seven years as the Cigar Authority in the world of cigars because we said so. We are the Cigar Authority. It's the only reason. So is this, are are we in our eighth year? Is that what it is? in our eighth year. Yes, we began our eighth year now. Now in our eighth year. Correct. That's what we're Crazy. Called. Yeah. Crazy. Ridiculous. I saw that we've been friends on Facebook now for seven years. Yeah, so we waited a while. And we, I didn't, probably didn't have Facebook then. You probably did not. Yes. <laughs> How long has Facebook been out? Uh, nine, ten years. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, now we're on Facebook Live. This is true. We're moving on up like the Jeffersons. There we go. And... Um, Last week, we had the dual camera thing, so it was actually, a, I watched it on um, YouTube. YouTube. Interesting. They, they, actually, the picture was pretty clear, and the dual cameras and stuff. It, I, I wanted to point right at you when you're do, doing your opening monologue and just no, really no. get in there. Yeah, get real close up. <laughs> High definition. Not good for anybody. Make sure you're shaved. Well, this is show. an interesting cigar we're going to smoke. Um, we're going to start the show because we're going to talk about price of cigars. And uh, I'll have this here. And uh, this is uh, one ugly cigar, I would say. Right? It's ugly. This is uh, Desperado. Ugly. And if you are this desperate, maybe it's uh, a cigar you well, want to try. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperado. You're so, you're so proud of that. Desperado. So that's it. That's the cigar. Barry, you got any information on this? Yep. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless. Not perfect. Definitely not spectacular in any way. (laughs) They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor do they have some secret fermentation process. Even though they don't have a marketing story behind them, we think they taste good, smoke well, and they are so affordable that it wouldn't kill you to hand out one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperado for when your budget calls for a cigar that tastes good when things are a little bit tight. 
These measures six by 45. They come in boxes of 50, and they'll only set you back fifty nine ninety nine. So you're looking at a dollar and change per cigar. Yes. Uh, Yadgars, um, dog absolutely walkers. absolutely hate that when people yeah. shorten the word cigar to gar. <laughs> yeah. It's already a short word. There's no need for it. But that's how people look at it. But it's, uh, it's rough looking, and are we desperate enough to light this up? The answer is yes, <laughs> we are. So uh, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut a cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And we got uh, butter pecans on the cold draw. What, did you cut it already? Yes. Cheating. I didn't want that little bit of dead air, so I cheated a little bit. Butter pecan ice cream. Yeah, maybe butter pecan ice cream that was stored in the basement. There's a little, <laughs> there's a little musty quality to this. I want to say hi to our friends uh, Steve and Michael that traveled all the way up from northern Virginia just yeah. out of, outside of D.C. Uh, to be with wow. us here in the live studio audience. Please tell me you didn't come all the way here for this. <laughs> you had a wedding to go him, to. So I asked why them the same here? question, and no. they said, yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> so I immediately beat them both up, took their lunch money. Yeah, my apologies <laughs> They've in been advance given the gratuitous for what wedgie. you're about to go through. Um, so this is not part of the Cigar Authority Care Package because the price was so low, I thought it would actually turn people off because it's such a low price cigar. Um, Maybe someday we'll throw it in. Or, or, there's three wrappers in this. There's a, a natural, a Habano, and a Maduro, Maduro right? right? That is correct. This is the natural. That is correct. So um, this has to do a lot with um, what we're going to talk about, cigar prices, because I got some inside information, and we'll talk about that in just one second. But first, let's give this a light. Now, since we're going to light a low-priced cigar, I figured we could use a low price lighter. And just like Desperado, where there's a lot of value for your dollar and change. Yeah. There's a lot of value in this lighter here. You've got three jets. You've got double wall protection, so the lighter never heats up. You can put it right in your pocket right afterwards. comes with a handy-dandy travel pouch. It's got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and it does feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, all for the low, low price of fourteen ninety nine. What? That is the Cyclone 2, $14.99 by get Vertigo. A, that's gonna, the one to travel with, baby. I'm going to get abused for this, but I like the bulbous tank. The bulbous tank. Why not? It just feels more comfortable. I'm going to lay off your low-hanging fruit this week. Leave that alone. So the idea of this today is uh, I saw, I got this information from somebody. Who shall remain nameless? He should remain nameless. Okay. Um, And who got the information from... CAA, the Cigar Association of America, who compiles this information from all the manufacturers who import cigars into the U.S. And it's data, their data acquired from them to try to find out cigars that are imported, what they sell for. So in order to do this, they would get a comparison year to year of, um, you know, say cigars, that, a cigar like this that's in the dollar to dollar fifty range. Um, is it increasing in sales or is it decreasing in sales? and each and every price range that goes there. Um, So we're looking at um, cigars that come in to the U.S. that pay an S-chip. Remember, S-chip is a tax that comes into the U.S. It's at 41 cents per cigar. So you got to add 41 cents onto it, and then um, it's user fees now that come in at that point, any taxes that end up going, and now it's suggested retail in the store before 
a state tax. So let's take the state of New Hampshire right now. It has no state tax. This is the, the suggested retail price on that product. So we're looking at, and do we have this on the screen? We do. Okay. So as you can see, if, you, if you're watching this on uh, YouTube or whatever, um, you can see. YouTube's the only way you can see Chuck's special screen. Okay. CigarAuthority.com, which is hosted by. YouTube, okay, yes. so you go to CigarAuthority.com, you click on it, you can see. Again, ho- hopefully we can say this in a way you can understand it without seeing it. But um, cigars at a, at a dollar and under, okay? And which, when we're talking about cigars, we're talking about all large cigars, premium large cigars, excluding cigarillos and excluding a non-premium cigar. So it would be a legitimate all-tobacco product, Right. Uh, and not a little cigarillo in a little tin or anything Something like that. Something handmade. It's yeah. got to be kept in a humidor. More than, I believe, six pounds per thousand, which to you, to you what does that mean? It means larger than a Macanudo Ascot. You know those ones in a little tin? Yep. Those are three pounds per thousand. You're talking about something twice as big as that. So you may be down to a Corona size or maybe even, even a short Corona or something like that and up. So those cigars, we're looking at uh, cigars at a dollar and under. That actually took a drop. A 30% drop huge last drop. year. Now, a huge drop, and that's because it's actually almost impossible now to get a cigar at a dollar and under because you're talking about 41 cents just in tax alone. Before you've applied in. a user fee. Right. Or then a state tax. Then you user fees, and we're going to push state tax aside. So it is the, the one item that actually took a major dip on a low-priced cigar because what I'm going to show here now is that all low-priced cigars took, took dramatic increases. The reason for that is it's actually impossible to bring a cigar in at a dollar. Back in the day, it used to be, you know, you're looking for really good deals and stuff. As a retailer, we're looking for cigars at a dollar apiece. Back in the day, it's impossible. It's impossible for the manufacturer to even bring it in. If a cigar's a dollar, something's wrong. I mean, they, they lost money to do it. Right. So bad, bad business model to lose money. Now we're looking at a cigar... Like the Desperado we're smoking. This is a cigar at a dollar one to a dollar fifty. Um, and that's the second line for those following. Correct. Yep. So that actually took an eighteen point five percent increase year after year from two thousand fifteen to two thousand sixteen. Um, pretty huge increase at fifteen percent at that. Looking at a dollar fifty to two dollars, you're seeing an increase. Uh, two dollars and one cent to um, two fifty. It's a one percent decrease, almost the same. Now we're going to look at the biggest growth of all, which is two dollars and fifty cents to four dollars. This is where um, really the online discounters live. Right. Um, and if you're a retailer, um, you probably don't have a lot of cigars in your store that are in this kind of price range. Again, you have tax in your state. You have um, uh, you have to buy the cigar and then resell it. You have to pay your rent and heat and electricity and all that stuff. Very, very hard uh, to have a product in this range, but online where the overhead is not where it is, this is where the online uh, retailer lives. You're talking about a 23% increase on 250 to $3, a 5% increase 3 to 350 and a 12% increase from 350 to $4 year after year. And the highest numbers of uh, cigars that are produced during that time. $4 to $5 is really the overall, um, was the overall sweet spot for retailers. Yes, formerly known as the sweet spot. I agree with which, that. Which is a dramatic drop right now. We're looking at a major drop from this point on. Right. From $4.01 all the way for $15 and over, 
every single item is down. Every single size of every single price of every single cigar. And this is where the retailer lives, $4.01 up. Every single item, no matter what price it is, every single thing is down. And we're looking at some dramatic numbers of down. Uh, 20%, 19%. I mean, it's huge numbers. As a retailer, we would say that maybe 6 to $7 is, is the strong point of volume, uh, down 10.7%. We actually have that data here under the uh, percent total column. You're looking at between 5 and $7, holding the largest percentage uh, in that area. Yeah. Yeah, 5 Almost to 20%. Five, yep, which, which is of all cigars, 5 to $7 is the majority of retail stores' right. sales, and uh, it's down 12% from yep. its 20%. I right. mean, you, major, major issues that's happening here. So uh, uh, the interesting thing at the bottom of this, all prices down 2.8%. Um, that is a... Um, Nationally, what came into the U.S. last year, imports came in at about 3% less than it did before. Bad, bad for the cigar industry. Of um, Well, and that's, that is proof. This is just the start of us suffering from overregulation. This is where it starts to affect the manufacturer, and it is eventually trickling down into the consumer. Because and, you're going to be spending more money for less cigar. And you would think without that initial influx of a new release that the number will continue sure. to drop. Right, because that's because another thing. i got to try it mm-hmm. times hundreds of thousands of people trying a $10 cigar is, is another million dollars there. So that ends up going away. So what do we do as, as a retailer that's listening in? What do you end up doing? We can see the trend without a doubt, I mean, as strong as possible, you can see the trend is towards lower-priced cigars. Yeah, if you don't have a lot of lower-priced cigars in your shop, you're missing the boat because yeah. that's where it's going. And if you wonder where your customer went, the customer went to go find it, wherever that is, because that's simply the data of exactly what's happening. So there's no doubt about it. So, you know, we're retailers. We have a few ways to grow our business. We can get more customers, um, which is not going to happen if we don't have the lower price cigars, because that's what the customer is, is looking for. We can sell more to more cigars to the existing customers we have, well, we can see the imports are less, so people are smoking less cigars than they were before, so that's not happening either. Mm-hmm. Or we can actually sell them more expensive cigars, which they're not doing. That's right. not what they want to do. Even the prices prices are going up because of taxation. That's not what the consumer is going to. So as a retailer, I don't know, you know, I'm talking to consumers here, if they, if they even care uh, to what it is, they smoke what they want to smoke, and that's it. And I would imagine the majority of people that listen to the Cigar Authority program are not buying $1 cigars. I would concur. Yeah, but the majority of people are. That um, It's dramatic. Of uh, you know, eighteen point five percent of dollar to dollar fifty cigar. The only one we have is Desperado. There was no, there was nowhere to go. What are we gonna, what are we gonna smoke? That's gonna discuss what this is. So it's a dollar fifty cigar. It's the only one that we carry. We sell a lot of them. The fact of the matter is, they come in boxes of fifty, and not a lot of people buy in singles. They buy by fifty at a time. Correct. Um, because they're a dollar, a little. Little over a dollar a piece by by the box. No, would you, would maple you s- candy on the uh, the flavor here. Yeah, I get that maple sweetness, a little grape too. Uh, what would you say the demographic is of a person that's buying a dollar to dollar fifty two dollar cigar? I believe that the term is ye old. No. 
that we're looking for. So the person who has saved up his money, who's probably a little bit more comfortable than a mid-20 to mid-30-year-old who should be saving up for a house, a family. Yeah, it's a guy that's smoking 10 cigars a day, I think. Yeah, they're buying a box of these a week, week. 50 cigars a week. Um, And if you do and, and, you know, you you taste, you'd rather smoke a $20 cigar, well, 50 $20 cigars, you know, you better be doing very, very well. Um, It's not that it's awful. It's burning. You know, it it has a flavor to it. It's an okay. It doesn't hold an ash. You can see that it's it's a mixed fill to it. It's not holding a long ash. It's not... Anything, you know, we as cigar geeks try to look at our cigars mm-hmm. as we're smoking it and nice ash. No, it does not have a nice ash. I'll admit, when you sent over the show notes this week and I saw we were lighting this up, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually, it's not terrible. It's not bad. No, yes. No, I mean, they're basically using a binder as a wrapper. I don't know that there is a binder on it. I mean, it is, it's on the soft side, but it, it's got a good draw. Yeah. It's got a good burn and a decent flavor, especially for... Uh, Dollar and change. I am surprised about the complexity. There is a little bit of a complexity going on. I thought it would taste like pure tobacco and nothing but tobacco. There's a sweetness to it. I find that with mixed fill cigars, you you stand a better chance of getting complexity because it's the short filled scraps from lots of different cigars that kind of get rolled in. So. Which could affect consistency. That would affect consistency from cigar to cigar and maybe batch to batch, Mm -hmm. but. You're going to get some good ones. Of the hundred, of all of it, it's 190 million cigars that they have calculated into this group, and this is 21 and a half million of between a dollar and a dollar fifty. So um, it's it's a big number of all cigars. It's 11 percent, over 11 percent of the entire price structure of what people are buying cigars at. And then the next level at uh, $1.50 to $2 is another 11%. So you're looking at 23% of all cigars sold are between $1 and $2. And we retailers probably don't have a cigar in that level. We happen to have one. This is the one. Maybe I should be looking for more of these. Uh, And that's the idea of it. You manufacturers that end up listening... Most of you that are listening to the show don't make a product in this price range. It may be because there's no money in it. I don't know. Well, you need, when you need as a retailer a higher margin to pay the bills mm. versus, say, an online establishment that right. doesn't have to provide the extras for somebody in a cigar shop. You know, the TV, the, the lounge, the so on and so forth. Heating Matches, bags. Yeah. Matches, bags, heating, electricity. Yep. Well. Okay, so uh, that's it for that price. That ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, good value cigar, not in that kind of price range, but uh, I'd say Victor Sinclair Cigars, maybe in the $4 range yep. type of thing. So they, uh, actually the sweet spot, 250 to $4 seems to be the sweet spot right here. So where do I go here today? Let's do um, former VP Joe Biden All right. versus President Donald Trump in bowling. In bowling. You know there's a bowling alley inside the White House? I'd like, the, I'd like uh, to go first on this one. All right. Being that the last presidency didn't have the balls to do anything. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Trump has more balls, so therefore he has more experience with his balls. There we go. So therefore he would win in bowling. Uh, I'm going to go in a different direction, I think. 
Uh, of course you are. Why would you go? <laughs> given, given how much work uh, Mr. Trump is doing on his campaign promises, he doesn't have time to work on his bowling game. So he's a good golfer, though. Biden has plenty of time to work on his bowling. And didn't the, doesn't the vice president live underneath the bowling alley in the White House? I heard that somewhere. I don't think the vice president lives in the White House. No, he doesn't. No, he does no? not. He doesn't no. have like a spare room. The president's out. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. goes in his spare room under the bowling alley. No. And that's just because, you know, if the White House was ever attacked. Right. They wouldn't both be in the same location at the same time. But he's got to be. He's got to have a room there for when the president is off traveling. Then he switches. He goes into the White House. I'm going with it anyways. So I'm going with. Plus that he has. He was the, the vice president there for eight years. He probably bowled more than Donald Trump has bowled so far, or probably ever. I don't see Donald Trump as a bowler. I can't see him. It, if he was a bowler, it would be the big balls. He's a billionaire. Huge. He would have huge balls. Well, you, really, the rest of the country, everybody has big balls. In the rest, bowls, big balls. Not New England. We, New England, we have candle it's pin. Nobody even weather. knows what that is. It's the cold weather. We have small balls. So I'm, <laughs> going, think, I'm going with Biden. Biden wins in this hypothetical matchup. What do you think, Chuck? I'm going to concur with Jonathan here. I think uh, Trump just doesn't have the time to bowl. I mean, you know, it comes down to <laughs> reps. And Biden being in office, to your point, Dave, for eight years, he probably played a lot, spent a lot of time bowling. Yeah. Uh, Trump just like, wasn't doing much anyway. He's only the vice Biden. president, right? It's, it's Biden. That's it. Biden is the All winner. Day. I see so Biden, Biden as a winner. duck pin bowler, by the way. Duck pin. He's a duck pin guy. Duck pin is a uh, Rhode Island thing, which is the, the shaped Pin. It, yeah, it looks like the big balls, but it's a medium-sized ball. Yeah. Duck pin. Yeah. Most don't, people don't even know. I want to know who has the biggest balls on the mall. That would be on AC/DC. the Cigar Authority? Well, just in general. That's a song, by the way. I'll oh, put, really? Yeah. I'll put mine on the table right now, if you will. <laughs> no. All right, let's leave that. <laughs> so leave what the teabagging to you. So we're, we're talking low-price cigars here. What are some of our favorite Low price cigars, and you don't have to go down to a dollar fifty because this is probably the only dollar fifty cigar I've ever smoked. The the one I that think. I used to buy frequently as a customer, and I found myself smoking it because it was good, was Jose Dominguez. By Jose Dominguez, the yeah. donut commercial that we have on the yeah. show. So you're talking under five dollars cigar. $4 under five dollars, I would buy it to keep my humidor filled, and why would you keep your hum- want to keep your humidor filled so that the humidity in the box would That's stay right. higher. So I would use those as fill cigars and give them out to people when they came over. And once in a while, I'd light one up, and I'd always be glad I did, and I'd be like, I should smoke this more, but I don't really smoke $5 cigars, but it's a good one. It is very good. More people smoke the $5 cigars, and this is where it's at, mm-hmm. though, just so we know. You know, this is try to even today's show talking about these low-priced cigars is trying to bring us down to reality of what it is. I mean, sometimes we're talking out of Bay and Byron at $30 a piece. Yep. It's a small, small minority of what it is. So the majority of people are smoking these lower-priced cigars. What's good? You know, maybe some of them are listening to the show, and we're always talking these high-priced cigars. We're not helping them in any way. Right. So, you know, we don't have to go down to a dollar fifty, but... A low price cigar that would be right for them. What? Under under $3, you got Classic and there's three different wrappers. Yeah. Got Natural, Sun Grown, and Maduro. One of my go-to smokes on a regular basis has been Dos Hombre Nicaraguan. Which is which a house I've brand. Re- reviewed on uh, the Cigar Authority. Yeah. And yesterday, for the first time, I lit up the Dos Hombre Maduro Honduran. And it tasted like a s'more. So, yeah. I mean, two very good cigars that are actually under $4 if you get, you know, the right size. 
Chris Topper came to see me this week, and I told him, actually shared with him the numbers of what's going on. He's telling me he's having tremendous growth last year, and this year's even better. He's got uh, good a cigar in the right price. And we're talking about a company that's been around for, what, 150 years? Yeah. And we're low-priced cigars. We, we did a show on them last summer when we went to the uh, tobacco fields in Connecticut, and people tried that cigar. I think we might have incorporated one of them in the care we package. May have, yeah, we did. And he said, um, you know, we got a lot of people saying, wow, I was shocked how good it was. You're talking about Connecticut Broadleaf, really good taste. Yeah, you look, it's low, a, low price it's cigar. ugly as sin to look yeah. at it. But when you light it up, if you can get past the looks, it's a good tasting cigar. So and if you were a blind man, the, the way to go is a top of cigar. Great for a blind man. Yeah. Can't I mean, see it. You can feel it in your yeah. hand. I think. And, and why is it? Why are they so rough that they, they put them in molds? They do it just the way they normally do. I think. I don't know why it's rough. I'm, I'm curious to see if they would use molds. Really? Just the way they look, they don't look like they spent time in a mold. Yeah. You know, maybe because some are a little. You, you say it's a 45 ring gauge, but it's not quite. Each one's different than the other. Yeah, it's not yeah. smooth. I mean, even this cigar was uniform. It was 45 ring gauge throughout. Yeah. And some of the topper cigars, it seems. Some are a little thinner. Some it's are a little, little thicker. thicker yeah. A little, uh, for, you know, the don't take it the looks, wrong way, yeah. but a little lumpy. Yeah. The cap looks like it's just folded over as opposed to where it really worked the cap. Right. You know, you, you, you look at it and you say, they're not making 300 cigars a day, this roller. This roller's making 1,000. Yeah. You know, he's going really fast to do it. Another thing is that you, you mentioned earlier that the, the wrapper itself does not look like the quality of a wrapper. And I think it's thin like a wrapper would be, but it's closer to the look of a binder. I don't think it is a binder. I think it's a... Like a B-grade or a C-grade Yeah, like right. a C-grade. Most wrapper on premium cigars are, are referred to as grade A. Yes. Yeah, um, this had a spot this, on it that wouldn't have passed inspection right. if, it was a, if it was something this else. This is probably a grade B, a grade C, costs a lot less to the factory. Right. Therefore, they could keep the price down. And you've got to imagine that the majority of leaves are not grade A. Everybody says grade A, but we're talking about the minority of cigars that we talk about. And the majority is B, C, D. And they go somewhere, and it's, they go to the masses. We say all the time that consumers smoke with their eyes first, right? You're attracted to packaging. You're attracted to the wrapper. But there's got to be people out there that don't care about the packaging, and they don't care about the wrapper. They care about, does it taste good for the dollar that I'm spending? And... And that's where it's at. They're price-driven, and they're getting the most value that they can for their dollar that they're spending. And it's the majority of people. That's the majority. Majority of sales. Um, So you look at some bundle products, and the idea of bundles was the value because there is a cost of the box. You can't smoke the box. There's a cost to it. It's rolled into the price of the cigar. And let's assume a box costs between 5 and $10 to actually produce. A, a basic box yeah. would cost 5 more elaborate cabinet-style yeah. box would be 7 or 8 And yeah. you've got some brands that use really crazy boxes yeah. that could even cost as much as $20 a box. Yeah. So for, for an average, let's say... Um, $10, which would put $0.50 cents on the price of the cigar, mm-hmm. to the manufacturer who its cost of goods makes a profit on its cost of goods, mm-hmm. gets to the retailer who makes a profit on the cost of goods. So it ends up doubling and tr- doubling up at least, at maybe least, tripling yep. up uh, by the time it ends up getting there. So the consumer's paying for the box. So years ago, and I think it was J.C. Newman was the inventor of the bundle cigar and said, okay, let's just save on the cost of the box many, many years ago. And people put 
some premium cigars in bundles. Uh, Perdomo Fresco is a good example of it. That um, We sell a hell of a lot of these things, but you're looking at an expensive bundle of cigars, looking, when I say expensive, maybe $80. So you're looking at a $4 cigar in a bundle, and some people will look at it and say, wow, that's a lot of money for a bundle of cigars, but it, it is not a... Nick told us a story Bundle. about Fresco. He's got a friend that is a billionaire with a B. He's got a private jet. He's got every kind of watch, every kind of car, and he smokes Fresco. And Nick said, why aren't you smoking Edition de Silvio? It's not like you can't afford it. And he said, it's a game for me at this point. Of course I can afford every expensive cigar, but for the amount that you spend on a Fresco, look at how much you get in cigar. It's consistent. It draws. It burns. The taste is there, and it's 4 bucks, and that is the game that he plays with his money. He can afford the more expensive stuff, but he smokes the Fresca. Well, well look, so, at, yeah. look at it this way. you got the $80 bundle of the Fresca. If we figure $10 for a box, it's 50 cents a cigar. By the time it hits the shelf, that 50 cents becomes 75 to a dollar. Yeah. 20 cigars in a bundle, that's you know, 15 to $20 yeah. more on, a, on, a, on pricing. So you're yeah. smoking a cigar that's 80 but it's actually a $100 cigar sure. just without the box. Right. Now, we take a cigar. This is a $1.50 cigar. And if we ended up getting a Fresco, which happens to be $4, but assuming it was $3, is a Fresco twice as good as a cigar we're smoking? And I'd say absolutely is. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> More than twice as good, right? <laughs> but when you get to the $4 and you go to $8, now you get a Fresco, and now you take an $8 cigar. Is it twice as good as that $4 Fresco? And the answer is no, it is not twice as good. It may be better, but it's not twice as good. And then when you go from $8 to 16 is it twice as good? Definitely now, not. No, it's smaller. I'm small. on the fence about is, is an $8 cigar twice as good as a $4 cigar? In I some believe cases, yes. In a lot of cases, yes. It's, it's closer. Then it, it's the, then, eight then, to sixteen. There's no way. Sixteen to thirty-two. No way. No way. You're not, you're not doubling up in value each time. And that goes for wine. It goes for a lot of products that right. end up don't, going there. Yeah. So the lower end you go, you know. Listen, I'm smoking a cigar. It's fine. We sell the cigar. I'm not that desperate. Well, I, I, I can Desperado honestly say, other than the when the, other than when they first came in and you smoked one to to make sure that the quality was there, I have never walked into your office and seen you smoking a Desperado no. just because it was a good time. No, and I've had all of them, and, they, and they're okay, and they burn. Yep. And if, if the times were tough, I would rather smoke a Desperado than not smoke a cigar at all. There are some cigars I'd rather not smoke <laughs> at all. I'd rather have nothing than have that. This ain't one of them, but it's. You know, but there's a, there's more people smoking this than almost anything. That's a good point. Than, yeah. than almost anything. So it's burning good. We're we're uh, almost a half hour into it. We still got a cigar going. Uh, what are your early thoughts on it? We're talking fifty nine dollars a box of fifty. A dollar nineteen each is what it comes. I, I out expected to. it to burn hot, to be bitter, to not want to smoke it, and I'm puffing away on this Combustion thing. line is very it's clean. Not, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's For good the age, price, it's very good. Yeah. You know, in the grand scheme of things, not so much. Yeah. But it's got, something I could smoke. I could, I could see this cigar getting like a, a, an 87 or an 88 rating and no. putting it on the box and being proud of it. Like, we got oh, an yeah. 87 rating yeah, right. from Barry Stein because he said it was good. Because it is good. It isn't great, but it is good. Yeah. 
Chuck's got a look on his face. He's not doing it. Yeah, what do they say? Sometimes if you have something nice to say, don't say something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I honestly thought I would felt, feel that way spoken. It's, it's, so there's nothing yeah. to hate about it. No, absolutely not. I hated the idea of smoking it, but I'm not hating it. If you went over to somebody's barbecue at the house or something, that, or they had a yeah, box yeah. of these out and there's no other cigars around, All you'd day. smoke it and light it. I would, absolutely. And you'd probably smoke another one after that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have this than yeah. not something at all. That's true. I might, that's I the might. best you get in Desperado. <laughs> I might that's smoke one after the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and that's the truth, and that's what it comes down to. All right, so let's go to break, and when we come back, uh, they call it a night to remember, and it was just that. Uh, just when I thought I was doing well in life, I attend an event like this and quickly realize that I got a long way to go. I'll share with you Cigar Aficionado's Night to Remember when we return in just a couple minutes. No fast-forwarding. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up. The diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. 
with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Got Jason Wood from Miami Cigar and Company and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority now in our eighth year. Boom. Can you believe it? Cigar Aficionado Magazine uh, has been doing this event called A Night to Remember for 23 years, and I was there. Uh, it was a night to remember. I'll tell you all about it. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority, everybody. We're smoking Desperado, a cigar that's $1.19 in box of 50. 50 $59 for a box of 50. And... Uh, it's not going to last an hour. Probably um, not. No. I, I had to take my band off already. So that being said, that if you go dollar cost average by the minute or whatever it is, you're going to get a cigar that long. It's going to take you an hour, an hour and 15 minutes to mm-hmm. smoke. This one's going to take you maybe 45 minutes to smoke, half hour, 45 minutes. Twice, so you're up to a dollar forty, so, two dollars and forty cents. Yeah, if you're looking cigars. for pound for pound, you know some of the fighters of the world. Yes, one of them is called pound for pound, the best fighter in the world, whatever it is. Cigar wise, would be the Dos Hombre Emperor, which measures eleven oh by God. ninety. That Have Jonathan seen- reviewed on Facebook this week, and he looked quite comfortable doing. <laughs> yes, it. that was uh, eleven that was- by ninety. I popped that How much for that? Thirteen bucks. Thirteen bucks. Yeah. Thirteen bucks. I popped that thing as hard as I could. I mean, hard. Just trying to get That's through too much it. information. <laughs> and it was three hours and 26 minutes, and I still had an hour left wow. on that nub. I just couldn't yeah. do it anymore. So it's, it's a five-hour smoke for $13. It is your pound-for-pound pound champion. That is your yeah. champion. All day. But I'm not doing it. I have never done it. <laughs> I am praying we don't smoke it on the show. I'm hoping we do. 
Ash. You know what we'll do? We'll make the Ashholes do it. I'll pick a week <laughs> if, that if I'm we, not there. If we put that in the care package, we're going to have to get larger boxes. <laughs> yes. We'll cut it in half and send them with glue. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, thank God it wasn't um, the, the uh, FDA didn't cut those cigars in half, right? You oh. know what, uh, what I'll say about it is for a cigar of that ring gauge, there's problems when you have something that big. So the wrapper didn't hold up. Great. I think they probably have a double binder because it didn't explode, but there were some cracks and fissures as I was smoking it, and that filler expanded. Uh, a couple of uneven burns I had to catch up, but I will say I was blown away by the fact that something that large, the Lajero was placed properly. For the most part, it performed like a regular cigar, but boy, was I happy to just pick up a regular size 60 ring gauge <laughs> and chomp Regular on size 60. <laughs> but the, the, the burn issues to be expected on a cigar that because it's going to use multiple wrappers. It's not going to be one constant leaf. Right. So, it, it, so as it, you transition from wrapper to a new wrapper. Yeah, it wasn't super consistent as far as the burn, but easily caught up. It didn't. There were no channels that ran down it. Uh, the draw, obviously, I mean, 90 ring gauge, the draw was perfect the whole time. But you got to puff 10 so times. So how do you cut it? I had to use my knife. Really? I had to use my knife and cut a circle, which would be a 66 ring gauge circle out of it. I hole punched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before I did the video, I traced the bottom of my vertigo with a pencil, so I kind of had a line. Uh, the Emperor. The emperor. I think it's just the Emperor. Just the Emperor. Emperor? Yeah. The Emperor. Emperor. Sounds more you fancy. Need, you the need emperor. to open the door if you're going to be squawking through one. But, but people bought them. People bought them and sold a couple dozen of them. Did you see anybody else smoke one? Uh, Big Jim and Seabrook. Yeah, just our oh, yeah? employees. Yeah. Big Jim and Seabrook and uh, Mikey and Nashua lit them employees, up. but not a customer. No, they're going to stay all freaking day, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's going to be five hours anyway. Yeah, it's that's like, that's, it's that's, your, that's your pregame on the Super Bowl, the whole Super Bowl, and your postgame party all wrapped into one cigar. Dos Ombre Emperor. emperor. Mm-hmm. I dare you. That's the tagline. That's, that's the tag right? there. I dare you. I'll okay. buy two of them and we'll double dare you. All right, so we're smoking the Desperado. We're getting down low. It's uh, heating up. You know, it's get, getting hot. Yeah. It's got a, um, a lot more bitter than it was when it started off toasty. That's what I was getting, like, toasty early on as, as it gets down to the bottom because it's soft. It's short pieces that are in there. I'm getting raisin toast right now. Really? Yes. Just because you want to hear the song? No. Raisin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> raisin toast, raisin I thought, we, I thought we blew that one up. I thought we cut that out of Never. there. Never. I've got to think about what I'm saying. I'm okay. definitely not going to go for butter on the Pop-Tart. Never gets old. It absolutely does get old. Really? It's old. <laughs> so tonight to remember, I drove down with Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle. Instead of uh, getting on a plane or taking a train to New York, it's about a three-hour drive from here in Salem, New Hampshire. Eric Wentworth had a gift for you when you got in the car. You were ready to light up, and he handed you each your own emperor. emperor. And I said, said no this way. Last <laughs> the drive. And as a driver, can you smoke it? Wouldn't it be hitting the windshield? It probably would. <laughs> and after he left, I'm cleaning the car out after, and there they are sitting there. So I put them on, put them on the side, and he stopped by in the store, and they were here for him. And he says, oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm not taking <laughs> He actually those. would not take them. You would not take them back, so I still have it. Um, so we drove down, which was great, um, and smoked cigars the whole way and talking shop and everything. And, and a big talk was these numbers uh, that um, 
I brought up earlier in the show. Um, but nice to remember the 23rd anniversary of it. They've been doing it 23 years. It's a cigar dinner and a charity auction, all to benefit prostate cancer and a cure for it. That's the goal. And uh, that night they raised $1.6 million. So there were 200 of us in the room. That's impressive. And they raised $1.6 million. The, the plate, in order to go, first off, you have to be invited to spend $1,500 a plate for the dinner, $1,500. And uh, a thank, big thank you out to uh, George Padron and the Padron family who actually bought my ticket and invited me to go and, and sit with them, and it was the, their entire family and, and, and me, and it was an honor to go. My second time going, I went years ago with Rocky Patel, who took me, and I quickly learned uh, to sit on my hands because the auction starts and you start – getting into it a little bit yeah. you start, but very very quickly um you realize it that, that, that you're not a player and you're nobody <laughs> what are you doing here and that goes for all the people in the cigar industry to be honest with you that you, the cigar industry people were bidding but never won a bid because you got wall street guys there you got um, um yeah, real celebrities money. um and the people in the wine and liquor mm-hmm. industry because remember cigar aficionado owns wine spectating Spectator Magazine, uh, and a, a liquor, um, I can't think of the name of the liquor, um, uh, Whiskey Advocate, uh, they own that. So the, the big big shots from those industries are in there. And there's a lot more money in the booze business, I'll tell you, than there is in the cigar business. And um, they they showed us yeah. right there that we're, not, we're nobody. Um, so this past Tuesday, April 4th, New York City, at a restaurant formerly known as the Four Seasons Restaurant is where it took place. So screw them. I'm not going to tell you what the name of the restaurant is now <laughs> because they decided at the last minute they did not want to allow smoking despite booking it as a cigar dinner. Wow. Multiple years in a row at the same place, right? It was always at the same place. So 22 years in a row it was there, and at the last minute they said, okay, it's a cigar dinner, and it's 1500 a plate, and, you know, it's going to be fancy wines and, and liquor and all that. How did but Rush Limbaugh feel about that? Rush Limbaugh got up with an unlit cigar, and he said, you know, I, when I book a hotel, in advance I say I need a place to smoke my cigars. And I will not stay at a hotel that will not have a patio for me or someplace where I can smoke cigars. Smart I'll man. go somewhere else. Oh. I just will not go. And he said, I'm here already because I didn't know that I couldn't smoke my cigar but I normally will never go to a place that won't allow me to, to do that, but I'm here. Hopefully but the management it, heard him loud and clear. Wow. So hosting the event uh, included former mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, and he wasn't allowed to smoke, Rush Limbaugh, Wall Street tycoon Michael Milken, uh, and the who's who in sports. A lot of people, I don't even know who they are, but they were big sports guys. They didn't have their numbers on their backs? They, they didn't, and I wouldn't names. have known the numbers anyway. Uh, the <laughs> c- cigar, wine, and liquor people, and to all of us, there was no smoking. So it was a turnoff right from the beginning, to be honest with you. As we walked in, and it's a black tie event, everybody's in a tuxedo, the ladies are in the evening gowns, it's a fancy, fancy thing. And you walk in, and they say, oh, hold on a second, you're here for that. You have to go out this door. And there was a plastic tent. And go into that tent. That's the smoking room. 
And it's a big tent, 200 people, but kind of jammed. Mm. You know, it wasn't a, a tent that hold 1,000 people, and it was 200 people. It was 200 people tent for 200 people. No seating or anything. Everybody standing up. No ventilation, no heat, and it was very cold on Tuesday. So we're all inside the tent smoking cigars and saying, what the hell is this all about? Everybody snuggling together. Very smoky. Body heat. Very smoky. Um, cold. Yeah. With very negative feeling right off the bat and wondering if when I were going to go into the restaurant, there's no smoking in the restaurant? Yeah, there's no smoking. So it's like, what? Everybody's talking about that, that we're not going to be able to do that. Despite we paid $1,500 per person to go to a cigar dinner that you assume you're going to smoke at, a cigar. At that point, if you're the restaurant, make it an, an extra $500 a person, charge two grand, and suck it up. Suck up what? That they're going to smoke. Let them smoke. Charge a little extra and, and let them I smoke. I don't think there was a, the, the issue was we're not going to let you smoke, and it doesn't matter what. I mean, $1,500 isn't going to get – let me tell you. If, you, if there was no smoking in my house and it was $15 a head, smoke all you want. Burn the house down, right? <laughs> $1.6 million. No smoking. It was just crazy. That is nuts. As I said, I was at the Padron table, which was table number five. Right to our, to our left was table number one, and this is where the big guy sat, meaning um, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, the football player, Baltimore. Yep. Right? Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Um, murder, right? Yep. Murder conviction? Not convicted. Not convicted? No. Nope. Okay. Should have been. Okay. Michael Milken. Yep. Uh, pled guilty for racketeering and security fraud, 10 years in prison, uh, and fined $600 million. And next to them was Rudy Giuliani, who happened to be the prosecutor who put Michael Milken in prison. <laughs> Awkward. Right. How was that? Wow. <laughs> and here they are chumming around until, until Rudy Giuliani gets up and said, yeah, I'm sitting here with Michael Milken. Awkward. <laughs> but he said, he's my friend. We're best buddies. We love each other. Blah, blah, blah. Weird, huh? Crazy. Weird. Um, that's why I'm mentioning the ex-con thing because it was like, wow, you know, you, you know the, who these people are. Very strange. And um, Rush Limbaugh with them and Marvin Shankin and his wife. And this was the, the big money table for sure. Um, and there was lots of wine celebrities and other celebrities, but I didn't know who's who. And it wasn't the thing that you you go up and ask for their autograph or any of that crap because I, I was tempted, but you know I would have been the the one. Would have called the guy by the wrong name. Yeah, right. Um, Are you Tom Brady? I'm Ray Lewis. So it starts off with right away. An auction begins, right? You just sat down, and then Marvin Schenken gets up and says, okay, uh, this is how it starts off, is we're going to do a, um, basically a brown bag auction. So what's this all about? And he holds up a brown bag, and in the brown bag, you can see it's just like the winos in the street, that, that the brown bag is wrapped around a bottle of wine and says, you know, I have um, 70 different bottles of wine, and we're going to auction them off to start off with from the night so we have something to drink. So here is uh, the first bottle of wine, um, no information on it at all, and we're going to start the bidding at $10,000. So it goes back 10, 15, 20, 30. They're four. jumping in $10,000 yep. increments? It starts off at five and then goes immediately That's to 10. That's FU money right there. Yep. So it goes to 40000 and the guy wins the bid of 40000 Now he's to come up and actually take it out and take a look at what it is and um, he looks at it, and he puts it back in the bag and hands it back to Marvin and says, 
I'm all set. I don't want it. But I'm giving you the 40000 auction it off again. And then the next guy bids 40000 and comes up and looks at it and puts it back in the bag. And I'm like, well, this must be real crap or whatever it is. Our Daily Red selling for fourteen ninety nine at Market it back. Basket on sale. Yeah. He gives it back. And then the third guy gets up, bids 40000 and he gets up and he says, They're I'm, at 120000 at this 120, point. No one's opened a bottle of wine. No. And then he says, I'm, I'm taking it. And looks at it, and it was like a 1958 Chateau Lafitte Rothschild or something, a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I'm just impressed you know that that bottle of wine exists. Yeah. <laughs> so they said, uh, here you go. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, but before we give it to you, they take the cork, pull the cork out, and hand it to him. Did he sniff the cork? No. All right, good. You're not supposed they to. They take the cork out because you don't take this home and put it on your mantle and show off with it. You drink it. This is it. Mm. So... They take the cork out. He goes to the table. He's got nine other people sitting at the table, all holding their glasses out. Let's go. <laughs> and that's the end of that. Like in, in a matter of a minute, that, that $120,000 bottle is See gone. Gone. And this happened six more times. Crazy. So um, they get a few hundred thousand dollars right off the bat for these bottles of wine, and, and they haven't served your salad yet. You know, nothing, nothing has happened yet. So now it goes to dinner, and people are walking around talking and all that stuff. And um, they said, okay, we have uh, two boxes of cigars are in this paper bag. You can't see what they are. And this was donated to us by uh, Edgar Kalman Jr. Edgar Kalman Jr. is the son of Edgar Kalman, who once owned General Cigar. He passed away a few years ago. And this was on this personal collection. We don't know what it is inside here, but we can feel that there's two boxes of cigars. And let's bid on those. You don't know what they are. That goes for half a million dollars. And then they pull it out, and it's two boxes of pre-Castro um, Monte Cristos. Wow. And, um, Did they make him open them and smoke them right? Oh, they couldn't smoke, so he's safe. He can take right. that with him. <laughs> he he can take that with half him. Half a million dollars. So, you know, you do the math on that, and there was no way to end up getting that. And, again, not a cigar company. The cigar people were bidding. You just couldn't get in. Yeah. I mean, this was... You know, you cigar people, just go in the corner over there. You got nothing. I mean, you just couldn't do it. And um, then we eat, and then it goes into the main auction. And the main auction is lots. So they have different lots, and I have them all down here. Uh, One, for instance, is a golf game with Rocky Patel. You go golfing with Rocky Patel. And uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, Davidoff Humidor filled with... Ten cigars, only ten of the Davidoff Oros, which are $500 a piece. Goes for hundreds of thousands. Uh, Padron Humidor, and even a Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Humidor from his desk, and he signs it. And that's that goes for big money. So in all, it's $1.6 million is raised that night in a very, very short time. It's not like this auction goes on for a long time. It's a few minutes long yeah. is all it is, $1.6 million. And then you get um, Michael Milken at that point who bid on nothing. And um, people at his table did, but he didn't bid on anything. He said, I will match that amount and get nothing. So he gives $1.6 million. Mm. Here you go. I'll just, I'll just match that. Wow. wow. So, needless to say, I felt like a bum. Yeah. (laughs) I bought nothing. I donated nothing. Not even my ticket was actually given to me. And, you know, 
you want to be part of the thing, and you're there, and but you can't. You didn't stand up and say, Milk and I'm going to match yours as well? No, no. I could not. I could not and did not. Um, so after that, uh, it's back into the tent. So we're going back to the tent to smoke cigars because dinner's over. And let me tell you, dessert served and the place empties out because you got a lot of people that wanted to smoke cigars. Right. Now you got to go back into this plastic tent, which is on Park Avenue in New York, with everybody dressed up like unbelievable and yeah. big shots, yeah. but back into the tent. So I'm walking over, and I'm walking over with Giuliani. And I say, you know, the industry is in trouble, and we need to do something about this or whatever. And he says, yeah, I understand. And on comes Rocky Patel, running by. And Rocky Patel grabs him and says, hold on, Mr. Mayor. I want to talk to you. He said, everybody's afraid to say it, but I'm going to say it to you. i got to ask you. He says, we got to do something. we got to do something now. This week, I want to meet with the president, and I want this done away with overnight. No messing around or whatever. Somebody runs over to um, Giuliani, hands him a phone. It's probably a guy that, okay, stop this. You know, maybe he touched his cheek or something. and Gave him the secret he, sign yeah, to the Secret he, Service. Whatever. And uh, I look at Rocky, and Rocky looks at me, winks, and he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm doing this. So he waits till he finishes up with this possibly make-believe phone call or something, and Rocky hammers him again. And I back off, and I let him do his thing. He goes into the tent smoking. Rocky's not letting go. And he says, this is going to happen. I'm not going to stop. So I, I, I got to give praise to him. Absolutely. I mean, he, wow. It didn't matter if he was going to be escorted out or whatever. He's going to make this thing happen. So later on, we go from there to the Grand Havana Room. Um, and uh, it's walking distance from there, and we go up there, and Rocky comes over and says, this is going to happen. I'm going to meet with him this week. I'm going to make yeah? this thing. I go, Rocky, you do this. we got to build a statue for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. i got to give him all the praise in the world, man. He was The opportunity was there. He says, this is it. I don't care about anything else. This is it. So Because you do feel funny that, there for enjoyment yeah. of the Absolutely. night, and we're gonna. And he says, "No, this is my only opportunity. Uh, I'm gonna do it." So hats off to Rocky Patel, by all means. So did Amen. he get the meeting with the White House? Is he meeting? With I don't know if he did. If he end, if it ends up happening, this is how it happened. I, yeah. was, I was there and witnessed. You know, I was just saying, "Listen, we need help and whatever." <laughs> and Rocky's like, "Oh no, no, we're, we're, we're going next we're level. A, on we're this. asking. We're, Give me the is, bat phone. Yeah. yeah, this is gonna happen." And uh, if it ends up doing it, that's it. So it was a uh, late night, uh, back to the hotel, and then the next morning the drive back. And, uh, um, you know, hats off to Marvin Shankin for all he's done for prostate cancer. Absolutely. Uh, and everybody was there. They said over these 20... Two years. 28... 23 years. 23 years, uh, they've raised a total of over $30 million. Wow. And made a difference. So it's this not jump change. And I'd like to say the cigar industry, but, you know... The liquor industry was a big part of it. So, uh, final thoughts here on Desperado Natural. Heat it up. I had to set it down for a minute. I didn't get uh, I didn't get the full hour out of it. You're not going to get it. So, um, but you know, I, I think it's worth your dollar nineteen if you're that type of person. I, I am not. I am it, not. Still, it, I mean, you know, an inexpensive way to get your humidor filled and you. Give the cigars out to people that are coming over that are going to smoke an inch and throw it away. And you... Nothing terrible about it. Nothing no. terrible. But it's not, uh, you're not, you won't be writing a review on this. Definitely not. Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely not. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to light up another cigar in the new sweet spot. Low-priced cigars that are seeing tremendous growth. We will, uh, will the trend continue? And if so, where is the industry headed? We got the top 12 cigars in the sweet spot. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And when you are smoking your Desperado Natural, Habano, or Maduro, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth, you cheap bastard. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated 
with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our composure. With your host. Come on, Diablo. David Garofalo. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. And Chuck Morrison. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. That or uh, his dudeness or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's time to light him up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Did we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, the self-proclaimed Cigar Authority. Where is the cigar industry headed? And if it is low-priced cigars, we have another one you might want to try. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only cigar radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch (laughs) us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com, where you can set it. And forget it. I knew those snacks weren't going to last for very long. Time to cleanse our palate before we get into the next cigar. I'll split with you. All right. So we we'll have, have two different ones. This, this is, this uh, is the, I didn't know Hershey's is now in the cookie business. Hershey Cookie Layer Crunch. Get in my belly. Absolutely. Uh, meet the creamy, crunchy side of Hershey's chocolate. New Hershey's Cookie Layer Crunch bars layer out their classic milk chocolate over crunchy cookie bits and decadent fillings for one unforgettable indulgence. Nice. So too little, um, we're splitting over here. We're splitting, Barry. Okay. 
because there's a little thing on here. You could actually split it three ways. It's almost like a um, Kit Kat bar with the three. Or like a Hershey's chocolate bar. Ah, because it's Hershey. (laughs) (laughs) So they get the regular, and they get the mint. There were a couple of flavors. These were the ones that looked most appealing. The mint is like the um, Girl Scout cookie. cookie. Now, the mint's a good time. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Look at Barry over here quadrupling up. Oh, he doubled down. (laughs) I don't know how I wound up with those. Sure. Uh Yeah. (laughs) It was an accident. It's like the classic (laughs) three-way. It was a happy accident. So, um, okay, we have a choice here. We realize now that the sweet spot in the cigars is two fifty-one to four dollars. This should be you as a retailer. You should make sure you have a product that's somewhere between two fifty-one and four dollars, because that's where the majority of people are buying the bulk of their cigars. Right. And if you don't, you're losing the bulk of your cigars there. You as a consumer, we want you to buy more expensive cigars, but the fact is, you're not. The majority of you are not. So this is called the Great Pretenders. And these are cigars that pretend to be something else. So they're unbanded cigars. They come in little packs of five. And they come in three different um, wrappers or taste profiles. Barry, what do you got here? Well, the Great Pretenders measure at six inches with a hefty 54 ring gauge. And as you mentioned, it's available in three great blends. First, you have the smooth and creamy, which indicates a graceful blend of subtleties found in some of the top-selling Connecticut shade cigars on the market. Mm, that's next, what I'm going to do. Next you, have, <laughs> next, you have the bold and spicy, which is the sun-grown Habano blend, and it finishes off with the dark and rich, which incorporates well-aged Maduro wrappers over a rich and rewarding blend. No band, no box. All the money goes into the tobacco and the cigars for the best pricing possible. The Great Pretenders are available in five packs for the low, low price of nineteen ninety nine. I was going to switch it up and do the bold and spicy, but the smooth and creamy sounded so good. See, I figured you'd like it the way you like your men, dark and rich. <clears throat> so you're doing <laughs> take, the same as me. Take your cigars and shut up. <laughs> okay, so you're looking at twenty dollars for five cigars. So you're at the at the four dollar. You're at the high end of the sweet spot. Four fifty one to four uh, two fifty one to four dollars. This is a three ninety nine cigar. Let's give it a cut and light and see what they're all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So this looks like a premium cigar. Yes, it does. The outside wrapper looks perfect. Mine, mine, the sun-grown, is nice and oily, virtually no uh, veins, and a seamless roll. It looks like a $9 cigar. Okay, and what are you doing, Chuck? No one shows the dark and rich, so I I have to do it. All right. Come on. So we can have uh, all that going on. Right? Yep. This tastes clean to me. There's nothing wrong at all. A little barnyard on it. I like it. Good draw. You're doing the same, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> little caramel and mocha on mine. That could be the yeah. With a band caramel on this, mocha from your... this is a ten dollars cigar. If I had a band on it, <laughs> oh, easy. Sure. I wouldn't know different. No, know the difference looking at it. We'll see if it performs that way as we smoke it. And, and today we're going to light our cigar with the Vertigo Cyclone Two. This 
lighter features a double wall protection so it never heats up you can put it right in your pocket after you're done lighting your cigar it's got three jets an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom and the patented vertigo big ass tank retailing for the low low price of 14.99 that's the vertigo cyclone 2 this is one of the ones i can fly with it's got the plastic body no issues and oh, big tank big tank bigger tank than the cyclone that's why it's the cyclone 2 what's the difference in price uh, $2. $2 more. Regular Cyclone's 13 bucks. Okay. We sell a lot of these things. There's now a I reason. Feel, now I feel like I'm smoking a real cigar. Yeah, yeah that the other one wasn't a real cigar. Yeah. But this taste. So this one would be, if you showed up at somebody's barbecue or something, you I would have pleased. no problem they no longer on the table. Get the punch in the face and leave. You'd stay and maybe... Drink some of their scotch. And is this twice as good as the last cigar? Yes. More than twice as good. Way more. Way more. That's what happens with the value of things. And as you get higher and higher up, it, be, it squeezes the, what the value ends up being. How much better is it than that? But this is going to last the whole hour. There's no, no doubt problem. about it. You can see. Uh, the burn on it's perfect. The, and the difference is long-filled, short-filled. Short pieces and long pieces. One's going to burn a lot faster than the other. One's going to get hotter than the other. One's going to be. Uh, but some people are looking at it and saying, well, a, what would you say, $1.20 on the uh, Desperado? Yep. $1.20, $4. It's a big difference. But it's only, it's a big difference, but it's only a, a few dollars difference. Right. right. Less than $3. I'd say go for, go for that. Mine already tastes like something already on the market. I'm not going to mention the brand unless, you know. I'm provoked, but there's a familiarity about this cigar. And that's the Should idea I? of it. It's pretending to be. Does he want me to poke him? Is that what he's saying? I don't know. Is he, is he asking for it? If I do it, are you going to go, hee-hee? Yeah, just like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I put together 12 cigars in not the correct order. I put them in alphabetical order. But these are cigars at two fifty to four dollars, and you guys can jump in any time uh, and think there's something. If the, if you think there's nothing, because none of you saw my list of uh, cigars in that price, but I'm going by things that we carry here at Two Guys Cigars, right? So Abuelo Churchill, for instance, you're talking a full blown Churchill size cigar, seven by fifty, by the box, two dollars and fifty cents. Good price. Means grandfather, I believe, Abuelo. Yes. So that's made by Camacho. These are the pieces that are left over when they make that cigar. And you're bringing it down to the low end of the sweet spot for the larger size cigar. And it tastes like an old school Camacho back when Christian was at the helm. Yeah. Probably, you know, how many pieces did they have left making all those cigars in years? And then they put them in in these big bulk uh, blocks, and then they use them as they go. And... um, to my knowledge, I don't think Davidoff is making any short-filled cigars. So it's, I'm going to probably end up have a Buelo for years and years of, um, you know, unless this does exactly what we say is the majority of people go to this line. We sell a lot of them, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. Um, big boys. So people like them big ring-gauge cigars. You're talking about a 5 by 70 ring-gauge called the Big Boys. They come in bundles of seven cigars. $3.57 per cigar is what it comes out to. This is uh, from Hochi Blanco. And Hochi does the La Galera, the cigar of the year. He does aging room stuff. 
and he makes big boys. Five by 70, they have a six by 70 and a seven by 70. But to be in that sweet spot, you got to go to the five by 70 for $3.57. Pretty amazing cigar. Talk about time. It takes a long time to smoke a 70 ring gauge cigar. If that's what not you're looking quite for. as much as it takes to smoke a 90 ring gauge. No, but not at all. <laughs> it's up there. We mentioned earlier classic. Um, classic comes in four sizes and three wrapper colors the, the um, Connecticut, the Maduro, and the Cuban blend. Um, all four sizes are between 360 and 399 per cigar. Directly in the sweet spot, huge seller. Huge. 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 Um, Dos Ombre, you mentioned. Dos Ombre, we can go to a 6x60 or even an 8 by 85 by 52 um, They come out to $3 per cigar. The only Dos Ombre that doesn't fall into the sweet spot is the Emperor. Right, right. <laughs> um, there's a brand out there called Eagle's Pride. Eagle's Pride is made in the Dominican Republic. These are the people that used to make the cigars for Brickhouse before they moved the production into themselves. Eagle Pride comes, they have a 6x60. They have many sizes, but the 6x60 ends up netting down to $3 per cigar. Good value. And that's a great cigar. Yeah. Um, the great pretenders that we're smoking here, five-pack at nineteen ninety-nine, three ninety-nine, a smooth and creamy, a dark and rich, a bold and spicy. Um, hard to beat for this kind of price. Uh, this is a premium long-filled cigar. And really, I mean, what, it, it, really, if you're smoking for the flavor and you're smoking for the value, this is there all day long. If you're smoking to, so that people know what you're smoking, the great pretenders is not for you. But if you're just into, into the flavor and you don't want to spend a lot of money for a great cigar, the, the value, I think, is there. Hmm. Um, it's burning perfect. I mean, you you certainly wouldn't know that this is a cigar at four bucks, three ninety nine, and there's no band on it, so you don't get embarrassed that you're smoking El Cheapo or whatever it is. <laughs> that, and it has to be using aged tobacco because if you look at the burn line, oh, the combustion, especially on almost the, on the Connecticut, it's razor thin. Yeah, yeah, that's well aged wrapper. You have a. You're smoking the Sun Grown? I'm smoking the Sun Grown. My, my burn line is a little bit thicker than the, the Connecticut. And how about but you, Chuck? You're, like you're smoking the Sun Grown. I'm smoking the Bold and Spicy, and it's a very thin uh, combustion line. Yeah. I mean, again, if... Is it Bold and Spicy? little spice. Not as much as I was expecting, okay. which is nice, actually. Okay. All right. And this is p- creamy and perfect for my palate. This is where I would go to it. Um, all right, so that's one through six, and we're going to right now take you to What's Up in the Cigar World with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. A sign of hope this week came at the nomination hearing for Scott Gottlieb, who is President Trump's choice to head the FDA. According to Gottlieb, who refuses to commit on flavored cigars, he recognized there is a line somewhere although he doesn't know where that line needs to be drawn. He went on to add that the line needs to be drawn by people who are experts in evaluating cigars, and he wants to support that. How is this good news? He has an open mind, and he's not going in there to follow the FDA regulations blindly. 
I would go to the cigar authority on the subject. I, I think that's us. where they should go. That's it. Miguel Chaudel has left Roberto Duran Cigars to take a position as national sales manager for Crown Heads. Chaudel rejoins John Huber and Mike Condor, with whom he started in the industry 14 years ago at CAO. Miguel Chaudel is also the author of the Ten Cigar Commandments. And remember, mm. thou shall not light up a cigar you did not buy at your local brick and mortar while at your local brick and mortar. Amen. Amen to that. News came out this week that Fuente Cigars had a 40-foot shipping container full of cigars stolen before it reached their Tampa warehouse. The loss is expected to affect distribution, and there could be a shortage of Fuente Cigars in the short term. Fuente has said they will do their best to distribute their cigars fairly, and if anybody is offered Fuente Cigars... Hmm. Not from their normal distribution channels to contact the Miami-Dade Police Department. So this, ha- this happens to Fuente every now and then. Uh, they've had fires before. Different things have happened over the years with them. And what ends up happening is there ends up being a dramatic shortage. And everybody starts looking for Fuente cigars. Just a heads up mm-hmm. of the times that this has happened. And it becomes the most sought-after cigar again because their production is, is massive. You end up dropping that, that production number down. a whole down, container. Whole and then all of a sudden it becomes, you know, they got it down to a science or something. You're going to see a shortage of Fuente cigars. Mm-hmm. If you're a Fuente cigar smoker, uh, go to your local B&M and buy them and buy them, buy them out. I mean, if it's your particular size, buy more than you would normally want or get ready to start changing your brand for a while. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to go. And next month, early next month, would normally be the shipments of uh, Opus X that come out. You know, in May. And that, that, was probably that was probably them. That was probably in the container. Right. So this year could be an issue. Right. It will uh, be. It will be. Each week we keep keeping an eye on the states that are looking to raise their smoking age to 21 years old. That list is now down to 18 states as Arkansas has voted against raising the tobacco age to 21. Oh. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? And continuing on to the top 12 in no particular order, alphabetical order, but no uh, order of what's the best. Uh, we're looking at a brand called Gold Star. Now, a lot of you people aren't even going to know these brands that we're talking about because you're premium cigar smokers, and you probably wouldn't touch a cigar in the $3 range. You're going to stay away from it. Oh, it's got to be bad or something. I've been guilty of that in the past. Yeah. And then when you did, you say, oh, my God, that's pretty unbelievable for what that is. Yes. So Gold Star is a perfect example. Between 3 and $4 per cigar when you buy it by the box. Right in the sweet spot. Uh, another one is, uh, and we talked about La Galera, who doesn't hit that exact sweet spot, although a great value cigar, but they do have a brand that we smoked on the show, which is called Rough Rider Sweets. Correct. That has a sweet tip on it. If yep. you can get past that sweet tip, you're talking about the Robusto at $2.84 by the box and the Churchill for $3.20 by the box. So it's a very premium cigar. Nothing wrong with it, but... Warning, it's got that sweetness to it that some people are appalled by. Right, and we had that in the March care package, and the feedback from the people of the care package was actually very strong. Yeah. People really liked it, and they wound up ordering it. Yeah, it's something that you would say, no, uh, you know, you you turn away because of the price. Mm. 
It's too low price. It's got to be bad. You end up smoking it. Topper was the great example of that cigar, too. That I never would have bought that cigar. It came in the care package. I tried it. Oh, my God, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You got something to say? I got a mailbag about uh, the care package, but we can wait. Oh, we'll wait. Uh, Puro Regadio. Am I saying that right? That's correct. Puro Regadio. It's a bundle cigar. It comes in at $3 a piece. That also was made by the same people that do the Eagle Pride, I believe. The people it is, that used yep. to be uh, that used to do the brick house again, a great value cigar, not in the sweet spot, but here are something from that factory in the sweet spot uh, you 're talking three dollars a cigar, big ring gauges, and, and everything in between uh, Cuesta la vida um, this is um, a figurado shaped cigar. they all come in figurado shapes, um, and they are in um, hundred dollars for a bundle of these. But they come in bundles of 30, which comes down to $3.33 a cigar for a Figurado. This is pointed at one end, pointed at the other. Uh, a nice cigar for, like, having a cup of coffee and things. Three wrapper colors, a Connecticut, a Bono, and a Maduro. Five by 52 Figurado. Figurado, expensive cigar to make yeah. in that kind of shape. And you're looking at $3.33. Little, but almost a uh, little bigger than probably a short story type of cigar. Uh, Studio 21 is another one. This is an amazing mild cigar made by the folks at Davidoff. Um, and you're talking a long-filled cigar. Right. 3 to $4 by the box in Connecticut. An amazing cigar. It sells crazy numbers that it does, but some of you people look at it and just walk by, not paying attention to it because it's priced actually too low. Probably get more attention at $6.00. But certainly, you wouldn't believe the amount it sells, but we, we tend to stay away from that stuff. And the last one is Topper. Hmm. You know, I mentioned it before. It belongs in this group that we're talking to Connecticut Broadleaf, a lot of flavor to it, great cigar, and they sell like crazy. He's having tremendous growth with it. I'm happy for him. Small little guy that's been in the business for 125 years and, and still, uh, still doing it, but actually seeing the heyday once again. So good for Chris Topper. And that is uh, my top 12. Can I add one to the list? Please. So uh, Don Raphael, which is now available at twoguyscigars.com. Mm. Um, you know, we do the Raphael, Don sure. Raphael offer of the day every week. Yep. And those come in at under 250 a stick uh, by the box. You know, they make millions and millions of cigars, you know, believe. I mean, that's, I think, their top-selling brand that's there they they sell millions of these cigars and it's sometimes overlooked by us cigar snobs give it a try see what you think and uh it's a perfect layup for it is time for the don Raphael offer of the day see what i did there yeah i do brought to you by don Raphael cigars everyone has a price would you do this and if so for how much today's offer is two hundred thousand dollars two hundred yes i will eat a cat Nope, you don't have to eat anything. It'll be the first time you ever, never mind, I won't go that, there. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You have to rob a convenience store at gunpoint. Do I get to keep the money that I robbed from the convenience nope. store? Nope. If it's any, it's not going to be $200,000. You'll give that money back to go towards your $200,000. Convenience store, well, how much is it going to have? 1000 bucks. You're going to get 200000 to rob it at gunpoint. You may live, you may not live, you may go to jail. Lots of things could happen, or you could just get away with it. But you got to rob it at gunpoint and take the risk for $200,000. No, because I'm going to wind up getting none of that money because it's going to go to my defense lawyer. Maybe. If you get caught. 
I think that I could uh, plan a heist and get away with it because I wouldn't take the guy's money. I'd rob him at gunpoint and I would take just one pack of gum, 25 cents. you got to take money. You said rob him. It doesn't say anywhere well, in there I'm about money. You, I'm telling you now. You rob, you're not, you're rob, changing the you're rules not stealing a pack of gum. You're robbing a convenience store. That is a robbery. It's still you're armed taking robbery. taking the money out of the cash it's register. It's a felony. No, and, you, and you're taking all the money in the cash register, and you're running the risk. But $200,000 is guaranteed to you. I'm still doing it. You're doing it. I think I can pull it off. But I can wear a ski mask, right? Yep. Do whatever you got to do. But you got a gun, and it's a real gun with bullets in it. What do you take money or a pack of gum at gunpoint? It's still the same criminal charge. Yes, but I'm only taking a pack of gum so that the FBI doesn't put me on the most wanted list. They're not going to be hunting for me. I can take the $200,000 and eventually get out of the country and live in Costa Rica. For $200,000? Quite nicely. I mean, I'd do it, but it'd have to be more than 200K. Chicken. Yeah, that's yeah. not enough money for you not to do 200000 No, no. Because the risk, pe- the risk, I mean, there's a there's lot of risk. There's people every day robbing the convenience store for the no, money in the register. the smallest, crappiest convenience store. Yeah. You just go in, slip the guy a note. No, no, there's no <laughs> cheating. There's no cheating. Just slip him a note. Say, listen, just give me the money in the register. I'm not looking to kill anybody. Just, well, yeah, that's okay. Just give me the money and no one gets hurt. I'm, I'm in and out. You'd, you'd write that note in the back of an envelope that was mailed to you with your name and address <laughs> on it. I just have a feeling. Yeah. But see, it's different it for Jonathan. It would have your if, name and address on if, it. If he gets caught and he goes to jail, it's like a trip to hedonism for him. Yes. <laughs> just never can Yes stop. or no, would you do it? No. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. No. 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 I would not do it. The answer is no. No is the is the correct answer. You guys are a bunch of that cowards. is the Don Raphael offer today brought to you by Don Raphael sells cigars in the sweet spot. Everybody has a price, and uh, would you do it? So, what do you think? Great pretenders. I'm going to say that a little more spice than I was expecting. Uh, it does live up to its name with smooth and creamy. A little white pepper on the back end. Very good. I haven't even flicked the ash yet. It's holding a good ash. It's good. Mine's nutty. A little bit of cedar notes. Definitely some coffee. Reminds me of the count of fill in the blank. And uh, it's really good. Ah. Oh. <laughs> you could say it. It reminds me of a Monte Cristo. Is, really? it, and, that, and that one is called the what? This one is the Sun Grown, which is bold and spicy. No, bold no. and spicy. That's is, what I have. Like. You have dark you, and rich. Oh, dark and rich. Oh, oh bold and spicy. Bold it's, and spicy. Reminds me of the Monte Cristo that comes in the yellow box with the brown band. The classic. Okay. I can't. Can you pick out a brand? Yeah, I didn't think we were going down that road. We don't have to. No. <laughs> but uh, this is uh, Reserve Real all day long. Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. This is Reserve Real Toro. It's the right ring gauge. It's the right flavor. It's that smoothness. And it's half the price. Yeah, mine that's, would be like 75 no, Without a question, less. that's what they're pretending to be. I get the whole, the great pretenders thing. Yeah. 100%, that's what they're and pretending to be. And how about you, Chuck? You, you, you get any pretend, what's I'm that not, pretending uh, to be as far as you're concerned? I'll, I'll tell you in the, next, in the next break. All right. All right. So let's take a break. And when we come back, an unbelievable story in Asylum that is not even real, I don't think. Gentleman Chuck Morrison chimes in the classic three-way mailbags and more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Smoke. 
Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
Nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United <laughs> Podcast Network. Right. Uh, we are live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studio, smoking cigars in the new sweet spot and loving it. Loving it's it. Cigars under $4. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is about to get debonair and a little in the mailbag. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, what do you got in the mailbag, Mr. Jay? Uh, we had a visitor on April Fool's Day. His name was Garrett. He just got a letter. We just got a letter, we just got a letter, we just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. Who's it from? (laughs) It's from Garrett. Okay. (laughs) And he submitted this through the Contact Us page of the cigar. I just feel dirty. We just got a letter. Yeah, great. Uh, To the Cigar Authority and to Guys Salem, I want to thank you for your hospitality today, April 1st, at the Omar DeFrias event. Mm. The drive up from Boston was absolutely worth it. Admittedly, I was intimidated coming into the shop for the first time, given how much I admire the operation that is the Cigar Authority and Two Guys. But I was welcomed with open arms, very debonair. Getting to talk to Omar and the gang was a phenomenal experience. With that being said, a sincere thank you for making the new guy feel welcome. Good. I will be back shortly for more delicious smokes nice. and memories. Cheers. Signed, Garrett. Very nice. We're getting all nice so, stuff. Uh, Steve and Michael, I expect a nice mailbag from you guys yeah. <laughs> this week. <laughs> Paying us a visit from Northern Virginia. We should send him a nice mailbag. <laughs> Coming all the way from Virginia and disappointing him to this degree is just totally embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Well, uh, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you 
And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. ...suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the three-foot rule. That's right, the three-foot rule. The comfortable conversational distance... In polite company shall be no closer than three feet. Nobody likes a close talker. No. Hi. The distance, however, may be closer when discussing topics that are less said debonair, assuming you know the person well enough to discuss such matters. If in the locker room the distance moves to five feet Please. with a towel on. <laughs> yes. That's with a towel on. It doubles if a towel is off. Leave your towel on. Jonathan gets closer. Regulating the distances between us and other people provides us with several benefits, including, number one, safety. When people are distant, they can't surprise attack us. Number two, communication. When people are closer, it's easier to communicate with them. Number three is affection. When they are closer still, we can be intimate. And lastly here is threat. The reverse can be used. You may deliberately threaten a person by invading their space too closely. With all this considered, gentlemen, the comfortable conversational distance and polite company shall be, again... No greater than three feet. Please. It's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by our good friends at Debonair Cigars and Rum. Guys, the question every single time, it never changes. Are you debonair enough? Please. Because sometimes it's awkward on the sales floor with the close talkers and stuff. (laughs) I don't like that. Not a fan of the close talker. I don't want to smell their breath. (laughs) I mean, sometimes it gets really funky, but oh. very interesting. Yes. So looking at the calendar upcoming events, and Mr. Jonathan, are you getting any mailbags on ideas for the show? We, uh, we asked for them. We need them. I need ideas for the show. We I just do. got a letter. I do. <laughs> Please. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. I need. You've got mail. I need help from our audience for upcoming shows. It happens every year at this time. We go through a rough winter, and we basically use everything we end up having. And there's a time, which is right about now, where we're out of stuff. So we have uh, nothing (laughs) coming in the future. It worked for Seinfeld. It'll work for us. Yeah, I mean, going way ahead on June 3rd, Steve Sock is going to be in studio with us. He's trying to set the record for the most guest appearances? Yeah, we actually have them uh, in July 22nd. We're having them again. Because Why don't right you just buy you... an ad and then? Uh, we'll be good. Uh, June 17th, we have Tony Serino coming in from nice. Serino Cigars. Yeah. Big fan of Tony. And, yep. uh, you know, besides getting ready for the IPCPR and all that stuff. But basically for the next one, two, three, ten uh, shows, we have nothing. So um, we're looking part, for... Part of our show will be reviewing the Ash Holes show. And then they do a part reviewing us. So we'll... No, because there's not new products coming out. We're going to have issues now. Yes. So, you know, short of going back and l- listening to shows and things we talked about and starting be- to be repetitive, this is what happens when you're in your eighth year. Yeah. We're going to ha- start now have to get repetitive, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that... You know do- what we could... This is just a crazy idea, and I, and I have a couple of mailbags to that effect. I mean, we, we could talk about cigars <laughs> once in a while... That on the show, interesting. talk about the cigars. I mean, we are a cigar show. Andy's raising his no, hand. No, 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 no. 
April 15th, tax day. No, no, no. That's, no, that's no, Andy no. trying to get, to get in on the show. We had him on the show once, and uh, you wanted to kill him by the end. Why? With all of his regulations and all the stuff that he was. Yes, I have a problem yeah. with paying huge amounts of tax. It kills me, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say to your credit this year, I caught the tail end of your meeting with Andy Numbers Nelson, and you did not throw yourself out of the office this year. He retired. And slammed the door. He's retired. So I had to deal with other people I don't even know, one of which is a, is a lady, and I don't want to throw her out the window. I don't put my hands on women. I'm not going <laughs> to. But it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And uh, when are we going to do something about this Would tax you code? for $500, Dave? No. Yes. So, uh, yeah, um, calendar of upcoming events. We actually have nothing for next week, never mind weeks and weeks ahead. So I, I need your help. Go on to thecigarauthority.com under the Contact Us page of it and find us some content to talk about. And if it has to do with cigars, we'll do it. But John uh, Carney said he'll come on 10 weeks in a row if you need him. Yeah, we're going to have to start bringing people in. We're going to have to do something for the next few weeks. We need your help. We need your help. We had uh, on the Ash Holes this week, they actually uh, brought in the past couple of weeks, they brought in uh, some people. Guests, yeah. And they had um, the peop- um, Jeremy, Jeremy Sewers from My Final yep. Cigars, and John Connie was the week before that, somebody the week before that. Uh, they only have an hour to deal with. We got two hours to deal with. So we need content. And I'm just asking for your help. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. Recently, a brawl broke out between members of the Turkish Parliament over whether or not to lift immunity. No, not on government spies or those seeking political asylum. The proposed bill would lift the immunity enjoyed by the very members voting on the bill. In fact, 128 of the Turkish parliamentarians have a total of 619 cases against them. They're looking to lift the immunity that they have from these cases, and uh, a brawl broke out. These are obviously hoodlums that sit on the parliament, because there's old, you watch the video, there's old guys jumping over the table, there's fists being thrown. Nice, old school. My guess is the guys allegedly throwing punch after punch while these proceedings were televised are the guys who would lose their immunity. That's just my guess. Of course, guess. of course. It's only a hunch. Uh, there are zero facts to back up my suspicion. The amendment would still have to be put up for a vote on May 18th. That's insane. That's asylum. That's politics. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. Sell popcorns and peanuts at that event. There we go. So, uh, seriously, could we do a show next week on trying to create shows for coming shows? Would, would that be a show? Yes. Sitting around trying to come up with... It wouldn't be a good one, but... No? It, yeah, okay. it's going to be eight hours long with all the dead air. Thus thinking. 
Oh, we did, I, we did you know, this week on Sweet Spot Cigars, you know, two fifty one to four dollars. Yeah. The average customer comes into the store, spends seven, eight dollars a cigar on average. Yeah. How about we all pick some of our best seven to eight dollar cigars? Bring we just did a low value show. Let's do the average value show. Just well, putting well, that they, out there. Well, you're saying that's the average, but we're telling you the average is this is what the average right. is. Right. This is the numbers say. Okay. Uh, but what we do notice that when people come into the stores, the non value guy will spend seven to eight dollars on a cigar. So because there's we, two different type of customers. He's the value guy. There's your, well, there's three different types. There's your value guy, your everyday customer, and then your customer that your high end guy above the average person's means. Well, I do have a mailbag that maybe we can get into next week. Uh, Bobby Miller writes in uh, and wants to know about our top ten Desert Island cigars. Ah, there you go. So that's a good show. uh, That's a good show show. right there. That's it. That's next week's show is the top ten Desert Island cigars. We have a show. All right. We could all pick a different cigar for the second cigar of the show. Okay. Or the first cigar, depending which way we go. Bobby Miller, thank you. Desert Island cigar. Now I just need to find a Davidoff Cuban. For Which the show. means if you were stuck on a desert island, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this would be the cigar you'd smoke all the time. So you're going to end up picking one, and, this, and that's what you're going to have for the rest of your life. Well, this, he's asking about the top ten. So you pick ten cigars that you're going to take with you. Well, we could, we could oh, we adjust could. his uh, you got a full suggestion. humidor. Right, we can go top five for each person because now you're looking at 20 cigars because there's four of us. If we do top ten, we're going to be reading off 40 cigars. Right. It's too much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a show. Top two. It's a cigar an hour. Pick Screw two. you guys. I'm doing my top ten anyways. All right. We're going to have three each. Go. So it's a the top 12. There you go. Okay. Three each. And that decision has been made. And this is the show of talking about what the show is going to be on. And instead of a two hours long, it was only a minute. It's so like we just had our meeting. Dave, before the break, you asked me what, uh, what, what cigar I would compare this to. The, uh, yes. This, this is the Barry, the Bolt. You have the Bolt. You have the Dark and Rich. You have the Dark and Rich. It is Partagas all day long. Ah. Okay. You think it's Partagas. Partagas. It's got a cedar quality, a little earthy. Um, upper, okay. medium. They don't. They don't tell what it's supposed to be, so it's interesting. I'm telling you, this is yeah. Practice. All right. Yeah. So for three dollars and ninety nine cents is a good deal. It's if a that's fantastic what it, deal. If so that's what we got because we talked about it earlier. The following message is submitted through the contact us page of the cigar. We just got a letter. Hardy dot com. <laughs> Guys, love the care package, which features by and large consistently good selections at an amazing value. But please, no more sweet tip cigars. Ah. Really, as soon as the sugar hit my lips, that cigar sailed straight into the garbage can. I'm sad about wasting a cigar that someone else may enjoy, but I couldn't even pawn something like that off on my girlfriend. Not ungrateful, but I'd suspect that your listeners are generally not a sugar-tipped kind of crowd. Respectfully, Andy from Texas. Just trying to broaden your horizon so you end up trying it. There will not be... Well, there's there's like three on the market, so the odds of it happening again. I can so. honestly say via feedback, Andy was in the minority. Really? Yeah. Okay. A lot of messages on Facebook. All I'm going to say is he's from work. Texas, so don't go messing with so him. So I'm going to yeah. give you a stat. So take the Baccarat brand. Okay. This is a Davidoff-owned brand, right? I didn't yeah. know that. Formerly of Camacho. Formerly of Camacho. They bought the company. Okay. The number one skew of all Davidoff products is Baccarat. Okay. Nine million Baccarat cigars are sold. There's less than 300 million cigars sold in the U.S. Nine million of them is Baccarat, which despises you. Yeah. 
So, but there, there is truth to that. Also, flavored cigars are a huge, huge thing. I can't stand it. I can't smoke a flavored cigar or a flavored coffee you. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not me. It just tastes lousy to me. Do and you remember uh, a couple of years ago we did the J.C. Newman experience, and they revealed to us, J.C. Newman, what their number one best-selling cigar was, where they gave us that infamous line, which is uh, there's two types of cigars, right? Those that sell and those that don't. Right. But do you remember what their number one selling cigar is? I don't. Factory throw-ups. Okay. Low, low price. You're talking machine made. Factory throw up, throw out is under a dollar, I believe. Well, it was anyway. So there you go. Crazy. Right. Crazy. And people would think, oh, Diamond Crown or something. Oh, it's so small right. in comparison Brick to what it is. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Okay. It's time for the classic three way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today is April 8th, but, Barry Stein, we're celebrating the birthdays this Monday, which is April 10th. I just think that he used you as a way of getting better birthday content. I believe so. He's he's saying it's because you're a cheater, and there's I believe you are. Nobody, I didn't say that. I believe you're a cheater. Born in this day, so he went to the town. He went to the Monday because that was nope, better nobody, content. Nobody was born today. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously that's true. Actually, Monday happens to be the hundredth day of the year, and that's why I went there. The hundredth day of the year. What does that mean? Nothing. I don't know. Almost it's Earth. But uh, who's our champion? Chuck Morrison. Chuck Morrison. And on Monday, the birth date is Chuck Mm. Connors. Do you know who Chuck Connors is? Your name's Chuck. Do you know who Chuck Connors is? I do not know who Chuck Connors is. Wow, isn't that something? He was a telecaster, right? He was an actor, a writer, a pro basketball player, a pro baseball player. He's one of only 12 athletes in history of American professional sports that have played both the Major League Baseball and the National Basketball Association. With a 40-year film and television career, he's best known for his five-year role as Lucas McCain in the highly rated ABC series The Rifleman. Do you know it? Oh, yeah. I got to back this up. You don't know The Rifleman? No. No. Wow. I do know The Rifleman. No, you don't. And it's pronounced Rifleman. 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 Barry? It's like rapid fire. (laughs) I've heard of it. All right. Wow. I know. Boy, am I old. He was born in Chuck Connors, Dave, was born in 1911. And there's the sneaker. Isn't it the Chuck Connors? Oh, there's a Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Never mind. He was born in 1906. Then there's Chuck Norris, but no, no. Chuck Connors, The Rifleman. I got 1943. What did you say, Jonathan? 1906. Well, Chuck gets it in 1911. It's 1921. Thank you. I don't know who it is. I know you're listening on the show and you're saying, I can't believe that they don't know who this is. All three years don't know him. 
I know who he is. No, you don't. The Rifleman. You're turning I used to red. watch it. I used to watch it. Me TV. It's still on. Yeah. Really? All right. It's good. I'll check it out. Your name's Chuck. I, I not know. know that. It's he, true. He's probably the most famous Chuck. Uh, I would say Chuck Norris is probably the fam- most really? famous Chuck. Mr. Jonathan. John Madden. Professional football oh. coach and broadcaster for the National Football League. He won a Super Bowl as the head coach of Oakland and retired from coaching and became well-known as a color commentator for the NFL. He was inducted into the Pro Hall of Fame for his res- his uh, recognition as a coach. He's also widely known as the longest-running Madden football NFL video game series that he endorsed and fronted. So he's making a lot of money on that. Barry's going to say 1936, so I'm going to back that up to 1926. 26. Are you looking at what I'm writing down here? I, don't know I do you... have 1936 written Boom. down. Boom. I'm feeling some tension over there. I have 1920, Dave. 1920. Somebody got two points. Barry Stein. Of course he did. You said it, Mr. Jonathan. You let it go. Of course Barry's going to say that cheater. because it's exact. It's sports, and he knows it. Wow. wow. Barry. So Chuck's, Chuck's got one. Barry's got two. Mr. Jonathan, big shot. You got nothing. Barry Stein. Yes, sir. Goes over to you. D&D Don Meredith. Ah. Was a American football quarterback, sports commentator, and actor. Spent all nine-year seasons playing his professional career for the Dallas Cowboys. He's an NFL M- MVP and named pro ball uh, last three years as a player. He... Is a color commentator. He uh, became a color commentator for the NFL Sportscast. Original member of the Monday Night Football broadcast on ABC, where he famously teamed with Howard Cosell. And Frank Gifford. Yes. 1920. 1920. Oh, boy. 45. 45. 1899. 1899. <laughs> and Barry Stein takes it. He says 20. It's 38. Ah, oh, Barry. Barry 3. Chuck 1. And Mr. Jonathan, the goose egg. Yeah, uh, Old Fart Freddy does know who uh, Chuck Connors is, by the way. Of course he does. Chimed in. And this is going to... Chucky. Chuck. Steven Seagal. Mm -hmm. Steven Seagal is an American actor, producer, screenwriter, director, martial artist, and musician. Seventh degree, belt, and Aikido. Became an adult um, martial arts instructor in Japan, becoming the first foreigner to operate an Aikido dojo. Later, moved to L.A., worked in martial arts on the movie Never Say Never Again where he accidentally broke Sean Connery's wrist during production. That started his acting debut. He appeared on Above the Law and also played a Navy Seals in Under Siege and uh, lots of other films including The Lawman which he performed his duties as a deputy sheriff in uh, Louisiana. Steven Seagal born today. What year? I'm going to stick my first answer. 1953. 53. He was he famously wrote and sung the song Girl It's All Right on his first blues album. Is that true? 100% true. Right. Uh, 1944 is when he was 44. born. 44. I have 57. 57 is over. 53 is over. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Damn it's Skippy. 52. 52, Chuck. Oh, man. How close. I know. But Barry is legitimately our champion. I don't know well, anything legitimate about there. that at all. He is our champion. Once again, it's been a long run, Barry Stein. There's I was in no a serious way, slump. Serious slump, but you are back, and you are the champion. Congratulations to you. I happen to notice something about your slump. I think it had something to do with dieting. 
because well, you appear, given the amount of chocolates that you eat there. The, the brain was working, yes. That you are off the diet. Oh, totally. And now your brain is working. Yes. Okay. So uh, that's it. Next week, we'll fight up about a uh, great value price cigars, but uh, hopefully we will come up with content to the show. We did next week the top 10 Desert Island cigars. This is cigars you would smoke. Top 12. Top 12. Top 12. I'm going to change that. So three each, top 12. This is how we do it right on the fly, huh? That's it. Please hit us up on the CigarAuthority.com under content. Contact us for content of the show. I'm getting no help from these gentlemen next to me, and I'm, like, out of stuff. And you guys come up with something, too, and let's start filling our calendar up, okay? Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, when you happen to be smoking your great pretenders, whether they're smooth and creamy, bold and spicy, or dark and rich, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie